Greetings, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Bladed Apples, a horror podcast that's a sweet treat dropped in your bag sometimes in a week, sometimes every other week. But you know what? You got it right now. So you can Lately, every week. Lately, every week. Lately. We're on track for a little while, but I mean, don't hold us to it because we are unaccountable. <laughs> that is true. It's very true. I'm Rocky. I'm Blaze, and I'm tired. <laughs> it looks like it. And today's episode, we are talking about the last in a trilogy of episodes that we decided. Thank fucking goodness. <laughs> Taking a look at the first three films put out by Dark Castle Entertainment, and that is 2002's Ghost Ship. Yep. Did you see Ghost Ship when it got released? I, I saw it on Sci-Fi Channel. Like, and it was edited? Uh-huh. And it was horrible. <laughs> and it's still horrible. It's horrible unedited. Yeah. I think they showed her, her tatas, but not her getting um, uh, hooked in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That makes sense. They, they know where their priorities are. Well, we clearly know where Sci-Fi Channel's priorities are. So That's true. Yeah, but we'll be talking about Ghost Ship in a bit. We'll be talking about a video game. We'll be talking about a folktale that may be uh, having to do with uh, the sea. It does. Yeah. I felt I'm like there was sure probably going to be a lot of folktales that had to do with Yeah, there were, that was an easy one. <laughs> this yeah, was right. an easy one. Sure. Stuff like House on Haunted Hill is a little harder. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but we're going to have all the staples that we normally do, including... What's going on in the news? So, what you got going on this past week, Blades? Or what did you have going on, rather? Fucking nothing. <laughs> uh, well, minus the fact, hopefully we won't have to record remote too much longer. Yeah, we're hoping. Uh, it seems like you may be moving up this way. Yep. That's I'm awesome. hoping. I'm hoping yeah. everything works out and we get there. Me too. But, uh... I hate this place. Uh, <laughs> Gainesville has crushed Blaze's soul. It really has. I'm done with this horrible, horrible place. Yeah, it's not like you're about to quote in a day to remember song. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this town. <laughs> I was like, we have to end the podcast now. <laughs> Why did I think it was Motorhead for some reason? <laughs> what a terrible replacement. Oh my oh. god, I'll never forget that day, how mad I was. Yeah, for, for anybody, that, I mean, probably most people don't know. <laughs> if you, if you yeah, know I don't think anyone knows this story. But uh, there was one year whenever I won tickets to Welcome to Rockville randomly. Um, I won a pair of tickets, and uh, a friend of ours won a pair of tickets. Um, so four of us were able to go for free, which thank God, because I want to pay for it. <laughs> No, hell no. But we were super excited. I, we were super excited. For anybody that doesn't know, Welcome Rockville is a big, mainly mainstream rock and metal festival that goes that used to go on Jacksonville, Florida. Now it's in Daytona at the uh, Raceway. Um, but it's like every like radio rock band you can think of, mainly. <laughs> like yeah, but, we had a call, cover story about it at some point. <laughs> But <laughs> but 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 there are there are some good things sprinkled in there, and that year uh, Motorhead was supposed to play, so we're like, awesome, Motorhead, 
at least we'll get to see Lemmy, um, who was already in declining health. On downhill, the yeah, going yeah. downhill. So we're like, awesome, this is going to be great. I'm really excited. And then like a week before the show, two weeks before the show, I don't know. No, so, it was during the show. No, it wasn't. I thought it was, yeah, it was. before. No, because we had no idea what was happening. And then they came out and said he got sick. He was there, but he got sick and couldn't come out. I could swore that we, I could swore that it was something that they announced beforehand. But either way, no, but either way, it was there. I remember it (laughs) vividly. I don't remember that part. I remember it being announced beforehand. But either way, Motorhead, it was announced that day. Motorhead couldn't perform. And yeah, it was announced that day. It wasn't like five minutes before. It was the morning, and they're like, "But we have a special act coming." Yeah, they got. And it they was got, not special. They, the, you know, when you get a replacement for Motorhead, you're like, "Oh man, it's, it's got to be a Slayer, lot. maybe." <laughs> maybe maybe they could get Slayer. Maybe they got Anthrax or something. Maybe they got you know somebody that's at least comparable. Uh, Alice Cooper. Fuck, I Alice don't know. Cooper. I don't know. Yeah, I mean that'd be fine. I. Just something, something where it's like, okay, well, at least this is a band that's ha- has had a long career. It's well respected um, within, I mean, not only a mainstream rock community, but also like, like people that are actual metalheads. <laughs> 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 but, <laughs> I mean, it's not, a, it's not a lie, <laughs> but you know, somebody that, a band that's actually like respected across the spectrum. So who they replace them with? It was a day to remember. <laughs> so the story goes. And it was awful. It was awful. It was horrible. Yeah, yeah. It was one of the worst shows I've ever seen. Yeah. It's pretty bad. So, uh, Rob Zombie was living fun, a man. day to remember song now though. <laughs> Gainesville's eating up his soul. We may be moving up this way, which uh, would be awesome. Yes, it would. It would save us money on having to pay for these stupid services. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Other than that, what else has been going on? Uh, Not much. Uh, Got some tapes coming out, maybe. Yeah. see. Yeah, that's about it. I'll I'll tell more about that when I know more. <laughs> okay, but they already know it's going to be tapes of some sort. But what kind of tapes? Yeah. You don't know. I think they're going to be those green glowy tapes. Ah, all right. So pretty cool. Pretty cool. Nice. We'll see. I don't know what his plans are, but yeah. But more whenever there are details about everything. Yeah, I'll tell more. Other than later. people getting. Instagram followed by a random account. <laughs> You're like, what is this? <laughs> it's a me. Yeah. All right. What else? Um, Joe Bob. That's about all. <laughs> that's about, about all I did. I think I think you have something else, but uh, we'll get to that second. Um, Joe what, Bob. What did I have? Huh? What did I have? Uh, we'll get to it. Uh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, Joe Bob's. Uh, we're in Joe Bob's season. Last drive-in season's going on right now. Uh, new episode came out celebrating Mother's Day, and a double of the Babadook and the Mothers, which uh, not my favorite movie. <laughs> no, no. I, listen, I respect a swing. You know, I respect a big swing. I, I love that they did something that you wouldn't even expect <laughs> where it's like, Oh, maybe it's going to be serial mom. Maybe it's going to be, you know, well, they did mother's Jeez. day. Serial mom is a great movie though. 
was kind of hoping. I, I feel like it's about time for them to show John Waters film on the last drive-in, but um, yeah, but they did the Mothers, which is a um, women in prison uh, Filipino film. Yeah. That uh, from the mid to late 70s. And, and there are some parts that are kind of funny because it's, you know, badly acted or something, but nothing I would compare to like you know, rock and roll nightmare, you know, shit like that. Nothing that's fun. Like, I mean, all it made me feel like was going and I, I would, I'd rather them just show a Jack Hill film. I was like, just show, you know, one of the Jack Hill, Pam Greer, women in prison films. Those were way more entertaining than, than this one. And, and Joe Bob even mentioned Jack Hill multiple times during the episode. And I'm just like, just, you should have just shown a Jack Hill film. God damn it. But uh, he's like, no. <laughs> but so I, I liked it. And, you know, um, the Baba Duke is always a, a good one. Yeah. Starring Blaze's favorite child actor. Mm hmm. Yeah. No, 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 L. Something. No, the, uh, the character's name? No, the, the actor. Oh, yeah. Uh, Noah something? Maybe. Yeah, something like that. It's his only real movie, so. Yeah. But it, damn, for a six-year-old, that's some impressive acting to the point of where it's like, man, I could kill a six-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, speaking of Mother's Day, <laughs> what'd you do for Mother's Day, Blaze? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mom came in and we went and saw the new Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, yeah, and how'd you like it? It was good. Like, I mean... Uh, it's definitely the best a Marvel movie can get, <laughs> like, which is a low bar. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So I saw it also. I saw it on Friday. Um, I really liked it a lot. And I do not think the soundtrack was as impressive as all the other films. Um, I don't feel like the soundtrack is as, as impressive. It also, it feels more like the soundtrack was almost an afterthought. Where yeah. it feel like the the previous two Guardian films that there are scenes that are based around specific songs. Um, this one just feels like it's kind of just playing in the background, or may just be here or there, except for maybe one or two songs. Um, doesn't mean I don't like the soundtrack. I just don't think there was as many many memorable moments with the soundtrack. Uh, I, I mean, I, I wrote a review. It, it wasn't even really a review of the movie as much as just my thoughts where I stand with comic book movies now um, and just being like, you know, this, this feels like kind of the end of an era for me. Um, and I feel like a lot. Of yeah. Cause if James Gunn ain't doing any more then it's, I mean, there's not going to be any good superhero movies anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, at least for Marvel, cause he's over in DC now doing other stuff, which I am interested in seeing what he does over there. But, um, I I was kind of like confused when I keep seeing that same actor playing Flash. I'm like, that guy has like fuck it, a fuck ton of sexual assault allegations against him and everything like that, and they didn't think they should change him. I mean, they may be. I mean, this this may be the movie that's setting everything up to change every. I think this I think this whole movie is supposed to change everything in DC. I w- the only thing that looked interesting to me about that movie was the fact Michael Keaton's Batman. Yeah, that's that's what everybody's excited for. That's what I'm excited for. That's why I'm actually really wanting to see it. I'm like, "Oh, we got Keaton Batman." <laughs> that's going to be cool. Yeah, I mean, honestly, probably the best Batman. Yeah, best live action. Mm-hmm. Or at least my favorite. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. There's only one animated Batman, yeah, we all know. Conroy. It. 
Oh, and he's in hell. <laughs> <laughs> right, right where he belongs. <laughs> no, I liked it. You know, I mean, we talked about before that Endgame felt like it was like the bow on all those movies. We're just like, hey, maybe Marvel should just be like, you know what? We wrapped all this up. We're going to take a year, two years off. Have you crave something and then come back and give you some, you know. Fucking no. No, they just they <laughs> beat that fucking horse to death. Uh, milk the cow dry, whatever. Uh, and it just, except for maybe two films, I think all of them have not been good, with the exception of Guardians Three. But two other than Guardians Three, uh, right? Good. Um, and that was only I like Shang Chi and I liked the last Spider Man film, but um, Guardians, it's it, it kind of bummed me out because all the time watching it, I'm just like, this is the last movie they'll get out of uh the MCU that's going to have a distinct voice and vision. Yeah, the rest is just going to be cut, copy, paste. Garbage. Yeah, they, they let him get away with a lot. And you know what? I, I love that he still keeps that trauma sensibility. See, we're connecting it back into horror fuckers. <laughs> uh, bringing that trauma sensibility and that that, that kind of horror sens- sensibility. Because he gets away with a lot of kind of darker things in that movie. Um, including I will like, admit. A lot of animal abuse. <laughs> it's the most I have... You know, I can't say that. I see Instagram videos of raccoons that make me want to cry too, but <laughs> it's hard when you have an adorable raccoon and you're like, oh, we're going to torture it. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> like, with a, with a little that. Northeastern accent. <laughs> I'm like, can't you just torture the kid from Babadook? <laughs> 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 yeah, but uh, Guardians 3, I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. Uh, but also, I'm, I, I'm just a big James Gunn fan. So I'm- it's fun. I tried a new burger restaurant that's apparently opening up all over the place. What is it? Hop Dotties. Never heard of it. Never heard of it? Really? Mm-hmm. I know they've been opening all up around here, so I don't know if it's just a Florida thing. But it's pretty good, pretty good shit. Like you can get whatever kind of burger you want, and you can either turn it into a salad or you can take it, turn it into a Brussels sprout bowl. Oh. But, but, I their, love their it. veggie patty's good. It's yeah, you can, they have a house, patty? they have a Beyond patty, and they have a, a their own house made one too. Nice, and they're both good. But the, the thing I guess they're most famous for is uh, their. Uh, really decked out alcoholic milkshakes. So they got like really, I can't have any of them, but they look really fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can. <laughs> I can throw yeah. dairy. <laughs> yeah. So you can um, definitely, if you see a hop dotting around, I recommend it. That food's good. Cool. And yeah. I need a, that need to it out. For a burger, they really knock it out of the park. <laughs> all the power is in my hands so blaze how about uh you you may have heard somebody speaking of mother's day you may have heard of a man named uh glenn danzig oh oh yes the vampire movie Yes. You don't like that segue? Come on, man. <laughs> I love that segue. Yeah, so um, Death Rider and the House of Vampires is a movie that Glenn Danzig uh, directed. Um, this is a second feature, if anybody doesn't know. Um, generally unlikable 
sometimes hack <laughs> Glenn Danzig, but we still like him for some reason. Because <laughs> it's fucking music rules. Uh, <laughs> the first four albums rule. <laughs> and the Misfits. Well, well, yeah, but I'm counting. I'm just talking about his solo career. <laughs> I love his solo career minus, yeah, the last three albums. Yeah, he's, he's put out a lot more than three since the fourth one. Really? Yeah. <laughs> What was the last, the fourth one? Whom the Gods Kill? No, that was the third one, wasn't it? What was the fourth one? Uh, just Danzig 4, right? Looking it up. Now I'm curious. <laughs> but uh, Welcome to the Dancast. <laughs> yeah, just Danzig 4. It was, I don't think... Yeah. Or, okay. or it's also titled Danzig 4P. Because of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> And uh, Voodoo Bones. <laughs> but Glenn Danzig uh, launched his direct directing career, well, feature film directing career, because he shot a bunch of the movies. a hell of a film. A real hell of a film. He shot, he shot a bunch of Les Strangler. <laughs> he shot a bunch of his own music videos, but he went and made his uh, feature film debut by uh, shooting a little movie called Verotica, based on his Verotica line of comic books. Uh, that of course, this is Danzig as a line of comics, um, that are an anthology format akin to Tell from the Crypt that uh revolve around sex and violence. So, of course, it'd be Veronica. He made a movie based off of three stories, it's awful, <laughs> but it's it's it, at least two thirds of it is entertainingly bad. The third story just sucks. Um, but it's it you, you have some friends and you like watching some bad movies. You have a couple drinks and watch some bad films and make fun of it. Veronica is it. So he made a follow up film called Death Rider in the House of Vampires. It is a spaghetti western revolving around vampires and the twist that Danzig said in an interview. And this is also not surprising. Is well, you know, it's not going to be like other vampire movies. You have to sit around and wait for the monster because everybody's a vampire. Thanks, Glenn. <laughs> So it's just the Western. It's like, well, no, wait. <laughs> so he released it in 2001. He had a premiere. 2001, really? Yeah. It had a premiere. 2001. It had a premiere. Yeah. And then it didn't get released to the public after. You mean 2021. <laughs> oh, sorry. 2021. <laughs> yes. 2021. Sorry. Yes, the it, it, it probably, Rocky. Unfortunately, Danzig is Danzig is going through the second tower. Yeah, he's going through the second tower. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yes. he Danzigged when he should have Danzagged. Twenty 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 one. It got it had a premiere. It didn't get released to the public, and I feel like. It's because Danzig's embarrassed by it because it probably sucks. And all the advanced reviews for people that were at the premiere said, well, it's better than Erotica or Verotica, um, but it's not good. <laughs> so um, what was his, his line? He said, he's like, well, people laughed where I, I wouldn't have laughed. <laughs> oh, he, said that. he said the Verotica premiere. Oh, I thought he said that uh-uh. at this premiere. No, he said the Verotica premiere when they showed up maybe Beyond Fest. I can't remember where it premiered at, but he had did a Q and a afterwards. He was like, Oh yeah. Well, I mean, y'all left at places I went, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's whatever, man. Um, 
But yeah, it seems like yeah. Henry Rollins is just running around threatening to beat people up for making him sad. It's like, hey, stop, man. <laughs> but uh, but Death Rider of the House of Vampires is coming to Cannes this, uh, uh, this month. It's going to Cannes Film Festival. Um, I don't know if it's just getting like a release where you could get the DVD or not or like what, but apparently it's like one step forward to getting it like released to the public, which... I've been waiting for. We brought this up multiple times. I think we literally talked about. Oh, it dude, episode. we've been talking about it, dude. We've been talking about it since we started this. Yeah. So you need to bring Death Rider in the House of Vampires. I want to see this piece of shit <laughs> so bad. Uh, what are the news we got? Uh, oh, I, oh, I have some news. Okay. I have the. The Death Rider official official website FAQ section up. Oh no! We're having an FAQ section, <laughs> so we'll answer all these questions about Death Rider right now. <laughs> when is Death Rider in the House of Vampires being released in the U.S. soon? <laughs> is that really the answer? Is Death Rider in? Huh? Oh, are these the actual answers you're going to be reading? Or yes. Okay. In Death Rider, it, it, the House of Vampires available on DVD and Blu-ray. No. What is Death Rider in the House of Vampires rated? It is not going to be rated. Note that the film does contain nudity. <laughs> Who made Death Rider in the House of Vampires? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like these are I feel like these are actually the most asked questions. <laughs> I just have a strong feeling that these may be uh how should I put it? Uh, uh written by Glenn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. How um, big is Danzig's cock? Huge. <laughs> Death Rider in the House of Vampires movie was written and directed by Glenn Danzig. <laughs> Who is distributing Death Rider? That's a frequently asked question, I guess. Do people really care about the distribution that much? Apparently, Atlas distribution. There you go. What is Death Rider? <laughs> Movie. A mysterious Death Rider enters a dangerous vampire sanctuary in the Wild West where the price of admission is one female virgin. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh, hell no. yes. <laughs> Who stars in Death Rider in the House of Vampires? Devin Sawa. Yeah. Julian Sands. Ooh. If they can find him, I wonder where he 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 saw he got the review and he just disappeared. He was gonna leak the movie and then Glenn Danzig killed him. Danny Trejo, Eli Roth, Kim Director, some porn stars. He probably has like three or four. Is that, yeah, probably a lot of porn That's stars. What was a Veronica. I still have questions about Death Rider in the House of Vampires. 
Now what? Question mark. Still have questions about Death Rider in the House of Vampires? Contact us now. <laughs> Contact us. Interview. Can we get an interview with Glenn Danzig about Death Riders? I'm doing it right now. Yeah, do it. Come on the show, Glenn. If he came, if he comes on the show, I, man, I will be starstruck. I'm if not you have one lie. interview question to ask him about Death Rider in the House of Vampires, that wasn't one of those questions. What would what would you want to know? Without seeing the film. So in the album, whom the gods kill? <laughs> no, um, I guess I would be very curious. Like, what is Eli Roth's role in this? Yeah. I, I, my, my question would be, uh, do the big, do the bricks that you had in front of your house, do they make an appearance in the movie? <laughs> That's all I really want to know. I wonder if those bricks are still there, but, uh, brick watch was a thing for a while. <laughs> you remember that? Yep. I remember brick watch. Um, well, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, did you hear that he was... <laughs> Welcome to Danzig Talk. Uh, did you hear that he was, real quick, since we're on the subject, that he was two hours late to his uh, Elvis uh, concert? No, I didn't hear about yeah. that. Um, so, Elvis... Uh, Elvis. Danzig, what Danzig happened? did an... Uh, what was that? Two, that must have been like two years ago they put out that album. Yeah, it was like two years ago he did he the out, Elvis covers. Danzig yeah. sings Elvis album and it's awful it's really really fucking bad um but he's like oh i'm gonna do a, it may have been in vegas i think it was a show they did in vegas um this past week where he was going to sing a whole bunch of elvis songs almost like a vegas residency kind of thing um and apparently he showed up too late for the, two hours late for the show but the reviews were actually positive they said he actually sounded good <laughs> which would be the most surprising part of that story <laughs> Dude, he sounded great when we saw yeah, him. Yeah, but that album sucks. But here's the thing: I, I I have to admit, like I know how Danzig sounds live, and that album was weird to me. It just sounded like it was recorded, it was recorded weird or really something. Weird. Like it was all muffled. It was really weird recording. But I honestly like I I, I wouldn't be upset if I saw him singing it live because I bet it would be fine. Yeah. Uh, apparently, people say it sounded good live, but they're just pissed off. Two hours yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's see if he's up for an interview about Death Rider. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Probably won't hear back from that one. But we tried. Um, let's see. Hellboy the Crooked Man. Principal Photography. Raps. The new Hellboy. Yeah, movie. that shit looks yeah, good. So we'll see how that goes. Um, That's not the, the game, no. right? What, which one's the game coming out? Uh, I can't remember the name of it. We talked about it a few episodes ago. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, if we talk about it, no um, because he's voicing Hellboy. Um, it's gonna be one of the things. I want to be LeVar Burton. <laughs> he wants to be LeVar Burton. Uh, what we do in the shadows, season five will premiere in July. Hell yeah! And Beetlejuice two got a lot of Beetlejuice two news. The rejuicinated thing. Um, Tim Burton rejuicinated. Tim Burton is back. He's. Uh, he hasn't gone anywhere. <laughs> do a new Beetlejuice film will be coming out on September sixth, twenty twenty four. Michael Keaton is coming back. Winona Ryder and Catherine O'Hara both returning as well. Jenna Ortega is joining the cast as uh, Lydia's daughter. 
uh, from what I understand. Uh, but they add a few more. I wonder what Halloween costumes will be popular yeah. at Spirit. Oh, yeah, this I year. know, right? Weird. Uh, Danny Danny Elfman is coming back to compose. Uh, Justin Thoreau has joined the cast. Willem Dafoe has joined the cast. Ooh. Uh, here's, here's, here's my problem with this next piece of casting. This is the problem I have. It's not even who the cast. I'm fine with the actress. It's just her role because... Well, I'll, I'll leave leave it to your opinion. So I'm just going to bring it up if you ever read this. But Monica Bellucci joined the cast as uh, Beetlejuice's wife. Ooh. Monica Bellucci. Uh, she's a Matrix Reloaded and Irreversible. Uh, what did she, she do? Up. Uh, and which one? <laughs> don't, don't, don't let me explain anyway. what she did in Irreversible because that's going to bum everybody out. <laughs> What's she doing in reverse? <laughs> I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Come on. What did she do that was so irreversible? <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie Irreversible? There is no. a, 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 a super long, very upsetting rape scene in that movie that she's involved in. Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Monica Bellucci? I, I feel like I've seen her. I just don't she's recall. She's in Bram Stoker's Dracula. She's one of Dracula's wives. I mean, that's a small role for her. But she's in Matrix Reloaded. She was, yeah, that's a pretty She's small. the one in the white dress in Matrix Reloaded and uh, Resurrections. Uh, not Resurrections. What, Revelations? Is that the third one? Probably. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't care about any of the other Matrix movies. No, I think what? I like the lo- most recent it one. okay. It's all right. Yeah, it was fine. Um, but she's uh, Beetlejuice's wife. How does that make you feel? <laughs> That's a really fucking dumb role. Why, do, and why, should, why does Beetlejuice need a wife? What's the point? Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, what's the, like, what does that add to anything? I just don't understand. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's married also, but he also likes going to whorehouses, which we saw in the first movie. <laughs> but he's dead. Who cares? Yeah. He's evil, I guess. Yeah, I think it's really stupid, and they're going to try and make her just as wacky as him. She's not going to be yeah, people that's going to be to do that though. She's not going to be wacky enough. She's not that kind of actress. No, hell no. Unless they like make her the stone face and make him all the wacky stuff, but that still would kind of suck because there's no real point to it. Yeah, Johnny Depp's Honestly, this is this is to sell more spirit Halloween costumes. I really think that this is becoming an epidemic where Spirit Halloween is like, hey, make more characters, come out with a new movie, and we're going to have a bunch of costumes for all these little stupid titty fuckers. <laughs> like, get them out here. They'll all run to the mall. Your mall will have more people in it than ever before for I one mean, month. Over the last couple of years, I'm calling it the Ortega effect. <laughs> it's like, Jen <laughs> Ortega was a Wednesday, everybody just like Wednesday. It's like, she's in a new Scream movie, there's going to be a lot of ghost faces. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's like she's in the new Beetlejuice. Guess what? <laughs> this is happening. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah. I'm blaming Jen, Jen Ortega for all this. Hot take: I hate both. I hate Beetlejuice anyway. Do you really? No, nobody hates that movie. Are you crazy? Oh, say, like, no, you don't. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was just trying to be edgy. <laughs> You're still edgy, please. Thank you for that. Uh, Beetlejuice too. You're welcome. So that'll come out next year. Um, the only thing I want to bring up is that all the news we have. 
The I only think thing so. I'll bring up on that was um, Never Not Goth had uh, Goth Prom this past weekend. Uh, it wasn't on the news, but go on. Oh, no. Well, it's a, uh, okay, I'll finish this first and we'll go back to the news. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Never Not Goth uh, shop here owned by my friend Gray. Um, all kinds of goth stuff. It's getting a pretty good name in the community, all that. Yeah, I, I know them they super have, well. Uh, <laughs> We're best friends. In fact, we're very close friends. And like, I was like, "Who's this Rocky character?" <laughs> <laughs> they're having, uh, uh, they've been, you know, throwing these goth dance parties and stuff uh, thrown by 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 her and Andrew. Yeah, you should throw up some of your pictures on the the yeah, Instagram. Yeah, and um, they had the Looked second fun. annual Never Not Goth Goth Prom. Presented by Grayface, of course, because there's a Grayface affiliate. It looked fun, so it, it was a failed goth problem. <laughs> Everybody wasn't miserable, so it was terrible. <laughs> Everyone was having yeah, a great time. Really this is the worst goth problem I've ever seen. I mean, it was it was super it was super busy. Um, it's the busiest I've seen in a while uh, for the event. They always have one one a month, um, and uh, I just wanted to say that uh, shout outs to. Never Not Goth and Gray and Grayface and Andrew and all of them for throwing on an awesome event. Um, they they really uh, put it all together. It's cool. They got Blackcraft Cult, so shout out to them. Um, they came with a pop-up shop uh, to sell some shirts and stuff, and those guys were awesome. Um, check out their podcast. They got horror podcasts also called uh, Fright Night, uh, so you can check them out too. Um uh, but yeah, it was it was awesome, man. Um, great, some great DJ sets. Uh, there were they had some of those. Um, they had some like performers outside that do like the extreme, like um, I'm blanking at the name of it, like extreme art, like almost buy on this concrete block and you break another fucking concrete block on my head. What the fuck is that called? <laughs> hmm? What, what, uh, what that kind of performance self abuse. <laughs> <laughs> Edgy stuff, yeah, abuse, that fire, all that stuff. You know, I, I can't remember the name. Oh, like uh, sideshow yeah, like side performers kind of stuff. But I didn't know if there was like specific well, street yeah, performers. But those guys were great, also. And I mean, it was super crowded. And Lodge of Soros, where the event was, isn't a huge venue. Um, but it was great. It was cool. Never realized how good cement tasted. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're on. Really appreciate you guys. <laughs> I love how that's like the thing. That's their whole performance. They just eat cement. <laughs> So, but they do other things like no, we have your cement. <laughs> they're like, we're actually giving it out. Here you go, and you're like, damn, this is good. <laughs> yeah, so um, good on them. Goth prom was awesome. Um, so if you're ever in the area and a never not goth event is going on, you guys should definitely come out. It's fun, uh, and everybody's super nice at the events. Always, not a lot of drama happens or anything. Um, the only downside. Logisoros doesn't serve alcohol, so you may want to bring a flask. <laughs> That's what I did. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, th- thanks to all of them. And but the bathrooms have plenty of space in the stalls to shoot up in. <laughs> yeah. You can even kick your leg against the wall while you're get riding that fucking horse. <laughs> but, yeah, thanks to, but big ups to everybody who got that event going and, and have making it the success that it was. It was a very spooky evening and uh, it was great. Um, what was the other news you had? 
Boogeyman. Oh, yeah, we got Stephen King's new Boogeyman coming out. I saw the trailer for it. Yeah, I'm very mixed on how I feel so far. I think it looks like it could be effective. Could be. I mean, I was... How should I put this? The last time a movie called The Boogeyman came out, it did not please me. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know if it's the effect from that. It's kind of like how I was worried to play Man of Medan by the Dark Pictures trilogy because of this fucking movie we're talking about today. Because I was like, please, God, don't make go ship the video game. And thankfully, they did everything you should do with a ghost ship yeah. story in Man of Medan. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested. That I was, I'm actually happy you brought up Boogie uh, Boogeyman because it was Boogeyman. Because have you heard the news? We're going to Boogie Woogie tonight. There was something I was going to bring up about it a couple weeks back, and it was whenever I saw. Evil Dead Rise, I think. It, may, it was that or Bo is Afraid. But um, during the trailers, there's first uh, The Last Voyage of the Demeter, and then right after they showed a trailer for uh, Boogeyman. And in both of them, back-to-back, is David Desmelchian. <laughs> David Desmelchian is like a yeah. B-roll, like a secondary role in both movies. I love how he's turning into this, like, this like horror character actor that just like play like one of those like secondary roles in the movies or just keep on popping up. Like how you had those like journeyman actors back in the seventies and eighties horror films that would always just kind of pop up. I love that. I love that. He's kind of doing that. I think that's great. Yeah, he definitely is. Yeah. So uh, good, good on him. But yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in seeing what's going to happen. I mean, I'm sure Stephen King doesn't give a fuck. He's going to get a check. He's going to get a check so he can go jerk off in his mom's basement. Stephen King? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that fucking moron. Okay, some, some right-wing... Some right-wing... Nut pop. job. Yeah, dude, I was watching... They have this uh, this leftist debater who is like, yeah, I'll debate him right now. Let's go. Get him on the show. And he... He's like, fine, fine, fine. I'll, I'll set up with What's you. And he just, I forget the dude's name because he, he's such yeah. an idiot. Um, and he like invited him on his show to debate and he backed out like last minute. They were like no contact. So another guy who's like not a good debater was like, hey, you know, would you come on my show and blah, blah, blah. I, I want to debate. And he's like, huh, I'll crush you, you peon, blah, blah, blah. And he fucking zoomed the other guy oh, in. So, yeah, so they tricked him. And as soon as he saw it was the other dude who he bailed from before, he instantly ended the call. <laughs> they couldn't get a hold of him. Dan, Dan Bongino, is that his name? Is it Dan? I don't Bongino. fucking know. And I don't uh, Yeah, he was like, oh, he- somebody shoot that man. Yeah, he talks some shit. But he says something about Joe Biden. And then Stephen King was like, well, at least Joe Biden has a job. Um, and the guy was just like, hey, why don't you keep on jerking off? Wait, does he jerk it off? You know, I don't give a fuck about Joe Biden either, but this guy is just a hateful oh, yeah, piece awful. of shit. But he started like, making fun of like, Stephen King. It's like, how are you going to talk about Stephen King? He even told me to get a job at the end of it. It's like, this guy writes like 97 books. Yeah, you're a hack. It's like, when? <laughs> like, 
when has he been a hack? Like, like he still has successful movies yeah, coming out. He's just collecting those checks. Good for him. Good on him. I'm happy for Steven. All right. We ready to talk about this piece of shit? <laughs> no. Not Too really. Bad. Trailer, time. Trailer time. Mr. Murphy, I'm Jack Farrington. I fly the Arctic Weather Patrol. Last month, I was out in the middle of the street when I came across this. Congratulations. You found a boat in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> what do you think a ship like this could be worth? Depends on if we have the right to salvage it. I do know one thing. C gives you an opportunity to take it. Yo, Murph, I think you should get up here. It's an ocean liner. It's the Antonio Grasa. Any sign of what might have happened? Nothing. No passengers. No crew. No captain. No mention of anything of the ship's log. What do you make of that? A cruise ship. I think I saw something I couldn't possibly have seen. I think I saw a little girl. This isn't real. We're all trapped here. I want to show you something. I told you guys earlier that there was something seriously wrong with this boat. Haunted, possessed, whatever you want to call it. I said we get our boat going and get the hell out of here. We have got to get off this boat now. Bon voyage. Good. <laughs> okay, we're good. That's the one bad thing about just doing it like this instead of editing it in. We're just like, we guess it's done because we tried that last episode or maybe the episode before that, and we just started talking before episode it was done. Before. <laughs> Yeah, I think I accidentally hit the button twice. Wow. Actually, um, yeah, ghost ship, <laughs> ghost ship. So ghost ship. It ain't cheating if she's What's dead. That? It ain't cheating if she's dead. But <laughs> she just. This is a quote from the movie. Solid logic, my man. <laughs> the quote from the movie, along with. Uh, like the scene right before that same character says, well, she does have some nice titties. Go figure. <laughs> Go figure that same character would say that. <laughs> um, so Ghost Ship came out in 2002. Um, of course, like the previous two episodes, this is another movie that was put out by Dark Castle Entertainment. Um, but unlike our previous two films, this is not based on the William Castle film. Uh, yeah, William Castle was a lot smarter <laughs> than this. <laughs> but it is directed by Steve Beck, who did direct 13 Ghosts that we talked about last week. Um, 
And despite its uh, title, it is not related to the 1952 film that shares its name. Uh, it was written by Mark Hamlin and John Pogue. They both went on to do um, Jack and shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they did a little bit, but You're nothing kidding. Like, really noticeable. Um, but like the other two movies, um, this has a cast of people that were either already established or became established. That's some of the connective tissue between these last three films. Um, they all have good casts yeah. or like actors that are like faces. Um, you got Gabriel Byrne, you got Juliana, uh, Margulies, Ron Aldard, um, who was dating Juliana Margulies at the time. Um, they were together for a while. Huh? Rocky. What? You you broke oh, up for a second now? there. Can everybody hear yeah, me? Yeah, I hear Good. you. Good. Because I can't hear if you can hear me or not. Because <laughs> you guys will be listening to your car and probably fast forwarding anyways. <laughs> Carl Urban is in it. Isaiah Washington <laughs> is in it. Uh, Desmond Harrington. It's got a good cast, um, generally. And, but unlike the last two movies, these are mainly a lot of actors that were super successful on TV. Um, Juliana Margulies was super successful in uh, The Good Wife. Um, Isaiah Washington was on ER for a while. Carl Urban, of course. Carl Urban and Gabriel Byrne were on... Uh, uh, they wanted to do a lot of movies, of course. Um, Gabriel Byrne had already been doing a lot of movies at this time. And this is right before Carl Urban was in the... or Actually, this is the same year that Two Towers got released. Um, speaking of Two Towers, just like last episode... Just like... <laughs> Like two towers, just like last episode, nine eleven affects this story also. Literally affects this story uh, because the script for this Does it. movie was completely different than what we got. Ghost plane? No, it's supposed to be a psychological uh, thriller. Uh, oh. Where basically, kind of the, the it feels like um, the setup is pretty much the same, where they go to a ship to salvage it. But um, basically, when they get stuck on the, uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's um, uh, uh, I completely lost my train of thought. If you sent that, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, sorry. It's, I'm, I'm just like that's gotta be your internet. <laughs> please, please send me a photo. Sorry, for, sorry, everybody. Of, uh, we'll post it on the Instagram. The connection is messing up. Send, we'll probably put it on the Instagram. But uh, it looks like I've been hit in the face. It looks like my face is super bruised. I'll put, okay. I'll put it up right now. <laughs> keep, telling, um, keep talking. So, um, yeah, they, they show up to the ship in the original script. And instead of it being like literal ghosts that are out there, it's all supposed to be like, is this all in their head? And they're also like paranoid of each other. So it's almost like Bay of Blood where they're all ending up going after each other, um, trying to find this gold. Um, um, and it gets turned out that Murphy, who's one of the main characters of this, uh, that made over to this film, was the killer in that original script, um, which, of course, they changed in this one. Spoilers. Um, and they're like, well, this is going to be great. Um, and then went through a bunch of rewrites and became a literal ghost story. And then, uh, according to the director Beck, um, after nine 11 happened, um, the United States, 
I guess they didn't want to make a movie here that was going to be just like a uh, uh, movie that was going to be so dark and cynical. So they decided to make it a definitive fight between good and evil um, instead of trying to be nuanced about the corruption of man. But I think that's complete bullshit because isn't that what this movie's still about? Is it still about yes. corruption and like <laughs> what what ghosts will do for gold for some reason? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Which we'll get into. Um, there's a bunch of other shit about like how they shot stuff. There, there's a miniature ship that they used. Uh, we're, we're, we're already running out of time. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to get right into it. Fuck all this other stuff. You can look up all the background on this about like the effects they used and all that. They used a miniature they made. It was 35 feet. Uh, that's how they were able to get effect shots in, but also could get the actors on certain parts of it to shoot them, which is actually pretty creative and interesting. And it's like I always say about movies, it's never about the craft that goes into the film um, that makes the bad movie. Like no movies made intentionally bad. You always have to respect the craft that goes into it. It's just the picture overall um, can leave one wanting, <laughs> let's say. <laughs> and this is one of them. <laughs> Yeah, this one left me yeah. wanting to die. Okay. <laughs> the first five minutes of this movie is pretty great. What the fuck how? do you mean how? <laughs> first of all, it's a great it's a great uh sleight of hand where the setup for it, like the how the uh, font of the title credits and all that stuff, like it's all like pink and like glossy and it feels like this old like Hollywood movie. <laughs> It feels like it's going to be like, right. oh, we are. I thought we were watching a horror movie, and you know, people. The <laughs> gonna be sailing. The people are dancing on the ship, um, in the ballroom, and everybody's having a great time. And there's there's people walking around serving hors d'oeuvres and drinks, and uh, and uh, everybody's at grand grand old time. I believe it's a ship that's coming from Italy. Or as an Italian crew? Do they explain that? It's, it's an Italian, Italian crew. An Italian. An Italian uh, well, also. Yeah. No, it's an Italian crew. But I think they were... Tra- which... What, wasn't, what years were they saying they were out at sea? <laughs> well, I have it here. <laughs> Because there was English people on that boat and some American people on that boat. That's when it said that the boat was out? Why does everyone look like they're from the fucking 30s? (laughs) I don't know. But they're all dancing in the ballroom. Everybody's having a grand old time. Then somehow a line gets snapped that's attached to what the fuck is it attached to? It's like a fucking, like, uh, I don't even know. I think it's kind yeah. of some kind of rotor or something for like, uh, emergency yeah, boats the line, or something and, and like This that. scene is pretty famous. Like if you're even like moderately familiar with horror, you've probably seen this even on like Instagram or something. People normally talk about this scene, but the, the line, the wire, shoots through all the people dancing and slices them all in fucking half, but not really. 
the, the anatomy of this makes no sense because the line goes through everybody. But like one person's arm is missing, but then another person's like sliced at the waist. Another person's head is sliced off. One lady's trying to pull her yeah, legs like, back up. Wait, how did that happen? Like should it slice all of you like around the same area, just depending on height? And then the guy in the middle gets his head his cut, cut in half. half. Yeah. But the little girl he is holding and dancing with is fine. Is yeah. fine. And they show this little girl. Remember, there's this little girl's gonna come back, so keep in your mind, audience. <laughs> this little girl does play a key. Does it really matter by the end of the movie? No, not really. <laughs> but she's there. Uh, but yeah, the line slices everybody in half and the the yeah, bloody and everybody's yeah. dismembered. It's pretty fucking cool. You don't like that? Ah, oh, come it was on! Fine. That's a great scene. That 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 scene is way better than it deserved to be in this movie. <laughs> Anything that deserved to be in this film, right? That's that's uh, for sure. Yeah, that's the truth. And so, I think the best thing was that that it hard cuts from that to um, our main characters on on a mission. <laughs> What? Oh, the mission. Uh, yeah. um, what was the mission? <laughs> what are they doing at their mission? Like, they're trying to salvage a uh, a random uh, ship that they found. I, it was like a ship or a tanker or something like that. Yeah. They brought it in and they sealed it. Carl Urban is a spot welder. Because yeah. I know exactly what a spot welder does. <laughs> Do you want to explain for the audience what Spot Bad. Welder does? He welds stuff right <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> and their ship is called the Arctic Warrior. Nice. You did it. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Uh, knocked uh, it out. They have a salvage tug, the Arctic Warrior. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they, this scene is so awkwardly put because it introduces everybody in the worst possible way where um uh julianna magulius plays epps maureen epps um and uh she's basically our main character uh gabriel byrne is uh murphy he's the captain of the ship um you said carl urban was munder who is the uh spot welder um isaiah washington According to her, the world's Isaiah great. Washington is Greer. He's a... I don't know what the fuck he does. He's on the ship. <laughs> uh, there's a guy named Santos. He's on the ship also. And um, Dodge. He's another crew member. Um, yeah, very but, unrememorable. Yeah, they're, they're trying to bring in some salvage. Uh, Epps goes off on her own to... She, she's, a, she's a loose cannon, everybody. She jumps off the ship to go and <laughs> save the salvage. And, and uh, Murphy has a bunch of awkward dialogue chewing her out. And uh, and then it hard cuts from that scene to them in a bar. <laughs> it's so weirdly... You can't fix everything! You can't fix everything! Oh, she fixed all it. The <laughs> then comes Jack Fimmerington or Flemington or... Femory. <laughs> so what? What happened? What happens next, Blaze? We're in the bar. Um, they're in the bar and they're like, "Woo, this is so great!" And 
He's like, yeah, I'm gonna go get. Uh, the one guy's like, I'm gonna, I'm getting married when yeah, I get back. That's Greer. Everyone's like, yeah, every- yeah, Greer. And they're like, oh, that's great. And then he goes to get Murphy a drink, and he's like, Murphy doesn't drink. That becomes a plot point that really leads nowhere. Um, it leads to him drinking. <laughs> um. And this guy named Jack, I can't remember his fucking well, last name. Well, it makes name. sense later on in the movie whenever he, whatever I say his last name. His name is Jack Ferryman. Of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> so he comes up. He's like, Ooh, hey, you guys look like a, a lot of salty sea dogs over here. Well, you want to see these pictures I got? And they're like, wow, there's a boat. Yeah, but it's a big boat. And they're like, shit, that is a big boat. I, should we do it? And it's like, yeah, that could be worth millions salvaging a cruise Yeah, ship. and they're being like, let's fuck this guy over and take the money for ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we get you get 10%. He's like, but what? I'm, I'm asking for 20. 10! Or I'll kill you and go look for the ship anyway. <laughs> He's like, all right. So, and, and Greer's like, mm, I just said I gotta get married, but mm, she'll understand. Mm. <laughs> Is that your impersonation of him? Mm, yeah. <laughs> so, lo and behold, here they are on a boat. <laughs> and Jack is so seasick. And, and his, his character is a real dweeb. He's a real dweeb. Like, oh golly, gee whiz! (laughs) I feel like there's so much we can skip of this movie and (laughs) not. Yeah, because because okay, so an hour Uh, of this film is literally set up. Nothing happens for like fifty minutes of this movie. Um, They pretty much to the ship, which which part of me likes. That's kind of a build up. and we're spending time. that's mm, there's build up yeah, and then there's it, it, build it, to nothing. Well, yes, <laughs> but there were we're spending time with these characters. But the problem is the characters aren't that interesting. Two of them, at least at least three of the at characters all. are almost the exact same character. That's Carl Urban's character, Dodge and Santos. <laughs> yeah, they are the same character. Um, but Santos was yeah. my responsibility. <laughs> so they get to the ship. Uh, guess what? The the radar's picking it up, but they don't see it because of the fog and everything. It's like the ship is right there. It's going to be right there. I, I know I can see it on here. And um, or they can pick up the radar, the but they can't see it, right? And uh, mm-hmm. before before they have a chance to react, they wreck right in the fucking ship. And they're like, ah, fuck. All right, well, I guess let's go on there and see what we can find. And so the next 40 minutes of the movie is just them wandering around this fucking ghost ship. <laughs> Yeah, um, like falling literally. Falling through holes. Uh, one point, Carla Urban falls through a hole, and uh, Epps saves him. And when she looks down the hole, she sees. And he says, "That isn't a hole. That's my <laughs> wife." <laughs> Should have used that sound clip. <laughs> and then I start eating garbage. <laughs> oh, the, the crowd's gonna love it. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's not annoying at all. <laughs> so, uh, 
Yeah, whenever uh, Carl Urban falls through the hole, Epps saves him, and when she looks down there, she sees the, because uh, it's a hold to a, the next level on the ship. Uh, I think it's the ballroom, actually, or is it the pool room? It was something. Um, but the, she sees the little girl from the beginning of the movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. It is a ballroom. And everybody is just kind of on edge, maybe, but not really, <laughs> because um, as they're wandering around, uh, they find gold. <laughs> yeah, and they're all like really stoked about <laughs> how like, much. Wow, gold we could trade in this Whoopee. piece of shit ship and the uh, and mm. the gold, and uh, we'll be like gazillionaires. <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna say it probably starts really after all this like bullshit walking around um, and bad dialogue. It probably really starts when the ghost girl and what's her face are in the room together during yeah. the locket. Wouldn't yeah. you say? I agree. Yeah. So this is all set up. And so, also they're trying to figure out real quick. Dad, the setup is that they're at this time. They're still trying to figure out how to get the, their, their tugger working. Right. No, their tugger blows up. Well, and that's what kills Santos before that. Oh, well, we skipped that. Yeah, that already but, happened but at this Before point. that, they're trying to get the tugger working. They're going to, what, siphon oil from the ship? Well, the oil is dry. What, they were trying to yeah. siphon something from the ship. They literally just walked this like two days ago. Yeah, they were trying. <laughs> yeah, they were doing something to make sure that the ship was working so they could pull it on out. And for some reason, the ghosts <laughs> turned on the propane tanks when they were about to start up the <laughs> engines. Ghosts. And I just imagine the, that ghost being like, as you see, this is why it's superior to charcoal. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you turn up the propane, you'll get a real <laughs> nice tender meat. <laughs> Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> Damn it, Murphy. Uh, <laughs> Damn it, Murphy. Uh, so they start the engines, big baboom, blows up Santos. And everybody injures <laughs> uh, Greer. Yeah. Everyone else survived at that moment. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Off we go. <laughs> so, yeah. So, okay. You think that it all goes here. Why, why do you say that? Because that's when shit actually starts happening yeah. after the lockup thing. So, where do you want to start? Because... We'll start at the locket thing. So the little girl's kind of explaining what's going on because she found a locket with the little girl's parents in it. And the little girl, ghost girl's the like, mother looks my like, parents. Mother looks like oh, mommy and daddy. Yeah, that's right. You look like my mother. And so she tries to give her the locket back. It doesn't work. And she starts talking about everyone that's stuck on the ship and like how she can't leave and go to heaven with her parents. And she's like, well, where are you? What will tell me more? And she starts telling her more and some weird shit starts growing all over the wall. She's like, no, he doesn't like me talking to you. And then disappears. And that's when stuff kind of starts happening. Yeah. So can we just talk about Greer? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, let's just go to Greer. We'll do his story first. We'll go to so his early, story first. 
So Greer is walking around an empty, destroyed ballroom when all of a sudden everything starts coming back together. Yeah, you go ahead. Let me set up the first time, and then you talk about this time whenever everything goes back, right? The first time Greer goes to the ballroom is whenever they're all just wandering around the ship. He uh, sits down. Um, because of, did he just get into a fight with somebody? Yes, he just fought. Yeah, and so he went to pull off. He's he's in the ballroom. He's looking up. Not Murphy. Murd. Murd. Huh? Murden. What's his name? Oh, Carbon. Carl Urban. Mulder. <laughs> it wasn't a. It Mulder. wasn't a fight. He just punched him because he was yeah. like, "Hey, man, you're acting crazy." And he's like, how dare you say that? And then he hits him. <laughs> you know, the first <laughs> sign of being crazy. <laughs> so he goes into the ballroom and he's like, oh, I'm getting married. Thank God I have my wife's picture that didn't get damaged. Well, I guess I guess he got knocked off the tugger after the scene, but <laughs> damaged by the water. Yeah. But the, the picture looks fine either way, him just carrying it around. Um, but in the room, he doesn't seem to notice, but um, he sees a... Uh, he sees a picture of the, the the lounge singer that used to be on the ship, and he immediately makes a comment about her titties. <laughs> those are some nice titties. And then he doesn't know, but she's Something in the room with lines. him. But he can smell her cigarettes, and also he noticed in the in the ashtray that there were cigarettes with her lipstick on it. Um, so it was already set up before. Um, it's such an odd thing to say. <laughs> A, because it's super sexist to say it. <laughs> but B, also just looking at the photo, it's like the the dress really doesn't show off like cleavage like that or anything. <laughs> no, it's like a yeah. nice lounge singer dress. And he's like, huh, wonder what that pussy smell like. I'm getting married. <laughs> I'm just saying. Weird thing to say. <laughs> I'm just joking. Okay, so yeah, later on he goes back to the ballroom. And okay, that's whenever what you're saying happened. <laughs> yeah. So everything starts souping back up, and everyone's just around him applauding. They're like, oh for my some god, reason. a black man finally! And then <laughs> all these white faces. Oh my all god, that's them. amazing! It's like, oh my god, <laughs> this is amazing. Culture. <laughs> um. Like, God damn it, we we're just so tired of eating mayonnaise every day. <laughs> I can only eat so many bread and mayonnaise sandwiches before I lose my fucking mind. <laughs> um But then the lounge singer's there and she goes up and starts trying to kiss him and he's like, No, uh uh-uh, uh no, I'm I got my girl, I'm going back to her. And then she goes in in a little bit closer, and he's like, "Well, I guess it ain't cheating because she's dead." <laughs> you can't. She's a ghost. What? That's. I mean, I can't argue. You can't cheat yeah, with a ghost. Argue apparently. Yeah, and and the best thing also is that actress that plays the singer um, couldn't speak a lick of English. Um. So that's why she says nothing in Italy. Where's she from? Yeah, so uh, yeah, so she just um, like me. <laughs> she doesn't say anything, 
but she starts leading Guerrero around. And Guerrero's like, wait, hold on. I'm trying to cheat on my wife. And I mean, if it was me direct, I would have had his like pants around his ankles by now. Just like, uh, <laughs> just <kinda> <laughs> <laughs> mama, mama. <laughs> so he's following her around. It's like, man, he forgot about his wife way quick. <laughs> Beyonce. Real um, quick. And then I, I but she's dead, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't count. It do- yeah, like show me the DNA evidence. It's like that's ectoplasm <laughs> all over your dick. He's dumb <laughs> and pulls a complete Kesha where he goes and talks about it. Then, then yeah, he's probably not getting caught for fucking a ghost. Uh, Whoa, sorry, interruption. I look at. I just saw a snail take a shit. I've wow. never seen that before. Go on. Why yeah, I know. I've never seen apartment? that before. It's really weird. Go on. Why is there a snail in your apartment? Huh? Oh, in the aquarium. In the aquarium. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. This is this is just quality content today, guys. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not quite sure. That's how interesting ghost ship is. I had to bring up snail <laughs> ship. This movie. We're talking about it. But uh, I'm not quite sure what happens exactly. Uh, he follows her down a hallway, and then she stops walking. And for some reason, he keeps on walking. Yeah, she's all naked except yeah. for her gloves. And she stops, and he walks that through her stopped. into a downed elevator shaft that had core cable sticking out that yeah. speared but it's so him. awkwardly shot <laughs> it's like he trips over his cell yeah it's re- <laughs> um uh during this time uh gabriel byrne goes and he has uh the whole thing about him not drinking he's about to have a drink because <laughs> he's yep, with the ship drops captain. the glass and the captain's like, I think you should see this photo. And we don't see what's on the photo yet. <laughs> but, uh, Gabriel my Burns, God. And that is literally what he says. God. He says, my also, God. Gabriel Byrne's accent in this movie. So, so Gabriel God. Byrne is, is an Irish actor. Um, is he using his Irish accent or is he just using it sometimes and then trying to do an American accent? Because none of his, his accent isn't very consistent. Yeah. It's yeah. not. It's really all over the place. Yeah. And it's really strange. Uh, Murphy's just a strange character in this. And it's like, oh, are they together? And it's like, no, yeah, that's like apps, his daughter. And like Jack's like, good. Oh, <laughs> um, thank God. What happens? What, what else happens? <laughs> oh, fuck, man. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so what happens after that is that, so he starts getting chased by the ghost of Santos and Santos changes into Epps or uh, he, Epps finds him running away from the Santos ghost and the Santos ghost makes him see Epps as Santos, the ghost. He starts attacking Epps and then. Jeffrey Ferryman hits him with a fire extinguisher to knock him out. And then they throw him in an empty aquarium tube. That's at the beginning of the movie. And they're like, okay, he'll be safe in there for now. Put him down there. And, uh, won't be safe. (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, and then the little girl goes like, oh, I'm going to show you into the past. And you're like, why didn't the captain ghost do that instead of handing him some right. like pictures? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so the little girl shows her and it's like, oh my God, there's so many like people here who could have been causing all this. And then there was like, for some reason, like they, their plan was to poison everyone on the boat to get gold that here's, knew, here's no where one knew about. Even more convoluted. So yeah, there's a mutiny. The crew was actually the, the staff were, were actually people that were overthrowing everything. And they knew the gold was, like you said, was, was there. They poison everybody. They cut a wire to slice everybody in half, which I, I feel like that was probably even an accident. <laughs> they probably just like, yeah, I don't, I don't, there was no scene of anybody doing that. I think that was more of an accident. That was I thought, way I more effective. I thought when they showed it originally, though, at the beginning of the movie, you see a hand do it. And also, why do they hold a, a shaving razor up to the little girl's neck in the flashback, and then you find her body hanging? <laughs> You're like, wait, what? And they go in there, and uh, they they uh, they find the gold, and uh, the lounge singer comes in. Oh, my God, she's in on it. And so it was another guy, p- picks up a machine gun, kills everybody, and he's like, ah, yes, we did it, and turns around to Lounge Singer, and then she shoots him in the face, and it's like, oh, m- oh no, she's evil also. And then she turns around, there's another guy. Like, no, more more connected tissue. <laughs> what? No, more, more connected tissue guys. with uh, one of the movies you talked about in this trilogy. Uh, remember how Haunting of, uh, I was going to say Haunting of Hill House, Jesus Christ. House on Haunted Hill had the uh, Russian, Russian nesting doll of... Uh, Guns and coffins. Well, this has a Russian nesting doll. Yes. Of people shooting other people. Because <laughs> these guys get shot with the machine gun. <laughs> then she shoots the guy with a, with a pistol. And then uh, 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 another man walks in who you don't see the face of. And he hits her with a fucking hook on a chain. It's <laughs> Again, may have been. Yeah, an I doubt it. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, they show half of his face, and it's very clear who it is. But for some reason, I guess they don't want to reveal that the very obvious person that's doing all of this. For some reason, <laughs> uh, for, well, very what reason dumb is that? reason actually. <laughs> Who fucking knows? Because uh, well, he yeah, collects re- souls. How, <laughs> how do they reveal that Jack is that Jack Ferryman <laughs> is is a undead ferryman? Um, how did they reveal that uh, that he was yeah. the guy? Because they don't show his everybody? face in the flashback. No, they don't. They show. Yeah, they well, do. Or do they do it at the very end? Yeah, the very end. Is that yeah. the same time? Is at the same time Epps realizes and runs there and she's like, "Oh my god!" And she goes to find Gabriel Byrne's body, and the photo is floating, and he's in the photo. Yeah, that's all the audience. Right? That's, yeah, that's that's right. all the audience figures. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah. So Jack Ferryman, 
Uh, what's his deal, Blaze? <laughs> what is Jack Ferryman is behind all this? He's not. He's not just some dweeb that was trying to get them all into the ship. He didn't even want the fucking gold. He just want. He just. He wanted his ship fixed so he could collect and more gold? souls. No, he just wanted souls. He wanted more people to be stuck on the ship, and for some reason, he became like this weird like. Haha, I'm the soul collector. It's like, yeah, but you were a regular passenger. Why did you yeah. get to do all this shit? And it's like, who fucking knows? But so he's trying to uh, stop her from blowing up the ship. And she pulls out a harpoon gun. He's like, what are you going to do? Shoot me? I'm a ghost. Even though. Uh, he was shot like five minutes before and he got that. Stabbed in the leg, and it seemed pretty effective. Also, everybody's dead. Everybody else yeah. is dead at this point. And then, we forgot to mention that Carl Urban randomly gets ate up by some fucking gears underwater. <laughs> For a second there, I'm like, did he just get killed? The the aquarium with Murphy somehow gets filled with water yeah, with no explanation. Because the ghost ship. Ghost ship. Um. Yeah, and yeah, it's some real garbage. Uh, and then she shoots. She she goes to. She does that really dumb movie thing where she points the th- harpoon at the guy, and I think everyone like th- who's writing it is like everyone's going to be like, no, no, don't shoot him. It'll be a waste. He's a ghost. But we all watched it and we're like, this is stupid. <laughs> like, why even, why even play that card? And then she slowly turns to the side and he's like, what? And she shoots the button and the ship explodes. And as she's swimming through the debris of the ship, all the souls trapped on the ship start bubbling to the surface and going to heaven. Yep. <laughs> At and that point, I was just like... But also, some of the worst explosions in any movie are all throughout the film. <laughs> yeah, they were terrible. And, uh, yes, so they were terrible. And uh, she gets away by stowing away on one of the trunks of gold which they find her, a cruise well, ship finds her. I have no idea. And they survive. start like, yeah, for like, if they, from implied days of being on like a thing of gold after it being in an explosion and then swimming away. So they put her in the ambulance and they're loading the gold onto the new cruise ship for some reason. Which really makes no sense. Like you think they'd be like, "Oh, this is the gold from that lost ship." Like we better like, but no, they're like, "Let's just put it on this other cruise ship." Yeah, all the dead and uh, as they're all loading up the gold, there's old Jack Fairman going to take a new ghost loading. ship. All the guys are and she goes, no! And then Mudvayne <laughs> starts playing. Shut up! I was gonna, that's Mudvayne what I was gonna starts playing. Damn it! I was going to say. <laughs> Mud vein all over this bitch. Uh, is it, isn't the people that are loading the gold at the end of the ship? Isn't that all the dead characters? Because Dodge is one of them. I think Dodge was the uh, only one that was, was hitting that. that like, oh, no, they're all dead. They're all... 
Because yeah. he said that he killed Dodge. What was that weird thing that he I don't said know. about killing people with skin? <laughs> Where he's like, I can't capture a soul if it's attached to skin. It's like, what? What? Remember, did you remember that line? <laughs> what do you get from this? It's like, um... I assume it's like that 40-year-old guy who's still collecting Beanie Babies. He's just like, he's not sure what the end game is at this point, but he's not going to stop That's doing it. That's how I felt watching Ghost Ship. I'm like, I don't know what the point this is. We'll finish it so we can talk about it, kind of. Um, yeah. Well, no. We All right. Mudvayne. We're done. And then <laughs> like, I started eating talk garbage. about Mudvayne. Because <laughs> it happens <laughs> twice in one movie. And... It's something that has connective tissue with the last two films as far as it really dates it. <laughs> it's very specifically from 2002 because I guess three people cared about Mudvayne. <laughs> they were wrong. <laughs> but they, they played it and just like, oh, oh, early 2000s. Woof. <laughs> mm-hmm. Remember when Mudvayne was relevant last time? Thankfully, it's before that song "Happy" came out, or that. Remember when that song was playing fucking everywhere yeah, I mean, every all the time? Crowd. In this hole, that is me. The dinner rolling over. In the episode, we went to Rockville for to see Motorhead, and uh, that band, Hell Yeah, which I have never been. Oh, Hell Yeah! <laughs> hell Yeah! Mm-hmm. Terrible, terrible stuff. Hell Yeah! God, they're so bad. It makes you <laughs> less sad Vinnie Paul died. <laughs> You're like, well, at least they can't keep Hell Yeah going. <laughs> um, so, no. ship. do you recommend it? <laughs> I, could, I, I think it was the weakest content <laughs> either, talking yeah. about a movie because I, I forgot almost everything about it. <laughs> I can't remember anything about the movie. Huh? It's terrible. It's so bad. I can't remember anything it's about a horrible the movie, movie or like any of the reasoning behind anything, except for this ghost really wants gold for some reason. <laughs> so it goes just back to, oh yeah, we want to make a movie where it's not just about how like greedy man is because nine eleven, but guess what? The movie's not about how greedy man can be, but how greedy ghosts can be. <laughs> Which is also another thing I want to bring up. It sure uh, is. Similarity between three movies that all three of them are about greed. Yeah, all three of them are about greed. They're all about awful people that just want money yeah. and power. It's like the same theme. Like in 13 Ghosts, Cyrus wanting to control the ghosts and all that shit. And then in House on Haunted Hill. I'm going to let you finish this last sentence and then I never want to tar- talk about Dark Castle well, Pictures you're ever this again. Because <laughs> you got to tell me what you think of Ghost Ship. Um, and then after that. And then after that, you can. And then know. House of Haunted Hill about, of course, um, I mean, just everything that has to do with that marriage. So, <laughs> yeah, the, the, all three of them are strangely similar in ways. Oh, well, they, they, they were, worse, uh, though. declining order in quality. Yeah, so House on Haunted Hill, blah, and then 13 Ghosts, blah, and Ghost Ship, blah. All right, so next episode, we're going to do Gothica. From- <laughs> no, please. 
<laughs> no, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> this is what you feel like when I recommend movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Then if that we're gonna do awful. House of Wax. All right. <laughs> no, please. No, we're done. We're done with it. We, we, we won't do any more of them. We won't do any more uh, dark, dark castle entertainment. Uh, unless somebody wants to. Unless somebody wants to uh, uh, request one. But here's what I will say. Last thing about dark castle entertainment. Dark Castle Entertainment did make a movie that bothered me a lot. They produced Splice. What? Oh, yeah. yeah a lot of shit that happens that Splice. Alien thing. I think Splice is very effective, but Splice bugged the fuck out of me for like a couple weeks after seeing it. Yeah, yeah, it was so weird. So good on him for doing that. It was weird. All right, that brings yeah. us to our next segment. Another All right. curation of Blaze's Cabinet Video Game Curiosities. Wrong one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do we got? <laughs> uh, well, today I'm hoping you're going to join me in talking about mm-hmm. this little game. And we're going to be talking about the uh, 2016 game Corpse Party, which was originally made famous on the PSP, but uh, recently has been getting more popularity on PC. And there's a couple extensions to the game and sequels, but none were as well-reviewed as the original Corpse Party. It is developed by Gris Gris and G-R-I-S, G-R-I-S, Publisher Xseed Games and Marvelous USA Inc. So uh, it is basically uh, in the style of an 8-bit RPG uh, kind of game where you're going through the stories of these students trapped in an otherworldly school um, that is sparked by them in their regular school, telling stories about this haunted elementary that this school was apparently built over after they demolished it. And one of their friends is leaving, and they find this strange little ritual to do that's supposed to guarantee them be friends forever. But it actually turns out to be a ritual blasting them into yeah, the a, haunted elementary school. So now... Yeah... So you're playing through the game as these multiple kids and learning more of the story as you go through and investigate bodies to kind of put together a story of what's going on and uh, uh, eventually find a few twists in the story. What was believed to be uh, a ghost that was just caused by a woman uh, falling to her death ends up being the ghost of multiple children who were murdered. Um and then when you find out who the actual murderer is, it is actually pretty interesting. But what did you think uh, so far? Because I, I know you just started. <laughs> opening doors. Opening doors and, and reading well, yeah, a lot I of mean, dialogue. I'm just like, most of, my, most of my playing time was just reading boxes. So because this is an RPG, uh, you're going to be reading a lot because it's like the old school RPGs with script boxes. Um, it's also all in Japanese. Um, not not the subtitles, but they speak. Yeah, they speak in uh, the dialogue is. 
Which so, I actually they're also, prefer. They're also I prefer like that cartoonishly than... like anime, which kind of annoys me. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's fair. I think uh, honestly, though, the further you get in the well, game, the more kind of interesting the story becomes. Though I think it is kind of walked by so far. The, you know, they actually have a show. Uh, it was four episodes nice. of this game, and uh, I started watching some of that. It is very anime, but it is also like very, very gory. Like I would say, like equaling to the gore in like nice. demon city or whatever that one yeah. is yeah so is it as well put together as demon city I, uh, yeah <laughs> no i like it um so far so it's so there's five chapters how long is each chapter right each chapter i would say is probably if you don't go looking for walkthroughs and stuff like i started ended up doing walkthroughs because i was like fuck like there's some there's some of that like what, what, what do i want to call it that resident evil style yeah, horror shit where you're like how the that. fuck am i, I supposed to figure that out like hours ago yeah it's like how the fuck was yeah. i supposed to figure that out yeah exactly so it's, it, there's a couple things like that where you kind of want to do the walkthrough but i'd say without the walkthrough about an hour or so on each chapter uh, with the walkthrough, probably bring that down okay. like half yeah. an hour. And you can uh, download minutes. it for your phone for eight bucks. Or it could be on, on yeah, it's on consoles, all consoles now. Cool. I'm probably gonna go and get it for the consoles instead because it's pissing me off how I had to move on my phone. Or I'm just like, dude, playing games on the phone like, sucks. Yeah, playing games on your phone fucking sucks unless it's a puzzle game. Yeah. Like that's the only thing you can do on your phone. I, I play Tetris on there, but Tetris has so yeah. many fucking ads. I yeah. stopped playing Tetris. So. Um, but no, it's decent so far. Um, I'm, I'm sure I'll get as much as you companies want phone gaming to be considered real yeah. gaming. Yeah, it never exactly. will be. So stop <laughs> yeah, you and your microtransaction bullshit. <laughs> phone games have ever played and I hate it. <laughs> so, well, it's, uh, it probably sucks on the phone. Yeah. Like I've been playing on PC and it's been fine. You know, and, you know that, and I'm not having to like look yeah. into my phone to f- see the tiny yeah, dialogue box because I have old, a full monitor. Old man. So, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah, I say check it out. Yeah, it's fun. I, yeah. I, I think it's an interesting yeah. movie. All right, that brings us to I our mean, next game. segment: another entry into mythology biology. So today we're going to be talking about a Greek mythological creature, which I guess isn't, uh, there's not like multiple of them. It's one. Okay. Her name is Skilka. Um, so uh, Skilka kind of has different forms in the sense that sometimes you see her strictly as a hydra, and the other time you see her as before what she was kind of turning into before the hydra. So what, what happened is, is that uh, in Greek mythology, Skilka was this like very uh, beautiful girl that, of course, uh, one of the gods of the sea, Ga- uh, Gol- Golgana, I think is his name, 
uh, falls in love with in uh, Aphrodite was like, well, no, you don't worry about her. She's she's human. Don't do that. Like, just come and stay with me and get marry me. And he's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, I like her. And uh, so what she does is go. Aphrodite goes and um, curses her and gives her all these thing, horrible things. So now her waist is made out of dog heads. Uh, she has tentacles that have hydra heads on them, and she's turned the top of her into a crone. Um, so you have seen this creature in Homer's Odyssey. You've seen it in the... Um, what's that one with the, the skeleton, skeleton crew? crew? I can never remember the, the fucking name of that. Yeah. yeah. Jason and the Argonauts. Yes. Also uh, featured in there as well. Um, but now it seemed to be like uh, after this happened, there's different interpretations of some were like, she just kept evolving into the tentacles until it just became a full Hydra. The other part was that um, she stayed beautiful on top. But she, that's how she would lure people into the water with her. And then the hydra tentacles and the dog waste would rip them apart under the water. And she would also be known to uh, uh, take down ships if she thought that the uh, crest... Uh, where are they called? Uh, On front of a ship. Uh, God damn it. I can't remember. I know what you're talking about. Strange, what's that called? Oh, you're listening to something. Hey, sorry, really quick for this story. What's that called, the thing on the front of a ship, like the woman on the front of a ship? No idea. You don't know? Like, the, the, they're like... Yeah, I know, I know. Okay, you don't know what it's called either. Okay, well, fuck us. We're all bad at history. Um, or boat knowledge. I don't know. Like, um, Figurehead, thank you. Oh, my God. That was going to kill me. So, anything that seemed like it, in the ugly form where she's like this weird rotting corpse on top of these things. If she sees a boat with something that she thinks is prettier than her, she'll destroy the ship. Um, Yeah. So she is also included in Ovid's metamorphosis books. Um, uh, She has fought Odysseus and she has, Oh, okay. That one I didn't actually read was uh, she fell in love with King Minus because that's around the minus she gets around, (laughs) huh? She gets around, yes. Uh, But yeah, so she's like a really fucked up mermaid siren, also. Kinda. Well, in some, like other other ones, she's seen as this like Goliath, giant rotting woman with giant hydra heads coming out of her. And then others, she's like, I'm adorable, except for my my dog pelvis. Like her, na- her name is that'll actually, rip your uh, penis Jack off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably is. All she right. collects souls. Uh, that's a cool story. Um, and uh, that's another episode of Bladed Apples. It's a little bit shorter than normal because we kind of just stumbled through our main topic. <laughs> uh, it's not that bad. And it, you, you got to think I'm not editing any time uh, out because we're saving uh, so much time. Next week, what are we talking about? 
I think we this time let's go ahead and do another uh we don't need poll, to do poll and we request. should get with uh the stuff. Oh, what was the request? Yeah. Oh yeah, hell yeah. yeah. No, that's going to be stuff. a good one cuz I uh, like that movie. Larry Cohen 1980 I can't remember what year. And then after the stuff, I think that's when no, we're going to try probably and set up, set up, up during it. Right? We could we could even pre-record the interview and then edit, edit everything in around it. Right, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying like we start setting it up because uh, people are putting it off. But we're gonna, okay. yeah, do a couple interviews. But we schedule um, it later so we can get that out to you guys. But yeah, the stuff will be the next episode. Um, if you want to reach us in the meantime, though, you got a request. You want us to talk about something? You want to uh, ask a question or tell us your thoughts on Ghost Ship? Um, then you can reach us at. Blade of Apples, Blade of Apples at com or on the Instagram Blade of Apples podcast. Uh, go and, you know, talk to us. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, thanks to Stefan Mize for doing the yeah. artwork. Check him out on Instagram at Stefan Mize or at Crawling Panther Tattoo on Instagram as well. Awesome guy. If you're ever in Ocala, Florida and you want to get tattooed, check him out. Um, and thanks to Blades for making sound effects, but using the same two sound effects. And that's all he does now. So he's, he's, he's sold out. That's he's, true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, thanks for adding everything and being great co-hosts and all that. And yeah, we will see you next time. I guess anything to add. Remember every day of Halloween. See you later fuckers. <laughs> so you please act accordingly. Fuckers. Bye, fuckers. Bye.